0: LJ's my favorite player of all time. Really? Oh, I love Larry Johnson. Jeez. When I, you know, and and when I got to know LJ via the Knicks, of you know, course, yes. I'm like, damn, and I I told him, like, yo, LJ, you're my favorite player. And then I would announce, on it, all I yeah, would announce yeah, it on yeah, the yeah, mic. Yeah. And he, you know, he'd be like, oh stop, chill, because LJ's humble. <laughs>
1: Ball players, what's going on? It's your boy Arden here, bring you into another episode of the Ball Players Podcast, where we talk with a who's who a special guest about the things we love about the game, as well as about their connection to it. I'm excited about today's guest because we've been rocking and knowing each other for a good minute, bro. Mm-hmm. And, and and I and I'll lay out the scene right here. I remember for me and my career, ball players, 2016, 2017. I'm starting to cover games, right? Finally getting immediate passes and everything one of the first teams that I was covering on a regular basis was the New York Liberty. And I remember starting to go to these games, incredible experience. Any given night, I'm interviewing Tina Charles, Maya Moore, et cetera, et cetera. And and, and the guest across me is one of the first dudes who I met from the industry who was mad cool and just bodying it on the mic. Like, basically bringing playground to the Mecca. And this is a dude who... We want to talk MSG, we want to talk worldwide, we want to talk NFL, we want to talk whatever. This dude brings a great energy on the mic as the MC, as the announcer, as the master of ceremonies. Mm. And I'm excited to have you on the Ball Players Podcast. Folks, welcome Jason Negron.
0: Hey, appreciate Thank you, Arden. Appreciate uh, y'all having me. Uh, I, I'm like, what what you are doing with the platform, man? Keep up the good work.
1: Thank you, man. It means a lot, Jason. I'm excited to uh, ask you this first question because this has been our repeating question to start the episode to just get the vibes right. What made you fall in love with the game of basketball?
0: Oh, you know what? My my first sports love is is wrestling and baseball. I mm. uh, Even though wrestling's entertainment now, but uh, yeah. those are my first. My first memories were going to Mets games with my pops, and we had the access. So you know, we were good at Shea for some reason. He knew mm-hmm. uh, double days people. So, but I was always in love with sports, but growing up at that age, basketball wasn't on TV like that. Mm-hmm. I moved to Colorado and then came back to New York. Mm. Then it was like, man, basketball, like, you know, it was just larger access. And that was like the Jordan era. Mm, so, so it was all um, early 90s. Early 90s. Not going to front. Bulls won their first chip. I, I bought a Bulls hat. I of bought course. a Bulls hat. had to, man. Don't judge me. He but ever too. since then, then, then they started winning too much. I was like, nah, I'm not going to rock with Jordan <laughs> no more. I'm going to go back to the home team, Knicks, and then that whole, like, 94 run. And, like, that team, course, yep. you know, X-Men. I mean, you know, he wasn't on the 94 team, but, like, you know, players like that, like Mace, Oak, yep, of course. Starks, Starks. Yep. Big Pat, yep. the big fella. Mm-hmm. That made me fall in love with it. And then, like, you know, just, like, the culture of it, the jerseys, the Video games week, of course, huge. When I got into the live uh, 95 and all that stuff, you know it was over. and, and then trading cards. Yes. Pretty much that was it. you know I was mm-hmm. the trading card king. Mm-hmm. you know, I would go to places with my dad and basically know where the best inserts were. fire at the time. I was the maven, but I love it.' It's my favorite sport mm-hmm. to the day to mm-hmm. this
1: day. There is that subsection about 90s hoops and 90s mm-hmm. in general. For you being at a point where, while young, of course, you were still old enough to understand, like, okay, who's hot, who's not, what's popping, team loyalty. For those who weren't old enough to fully experience 90s hoops and the culture around it, how would you best describe it? Because, like, you know, folks are always talking about different eras and different generations and what could have been and what's not. But for you, again, having been able to live it, how would you best describe 90s hoops and that culture to someone who didn't experience that?
0: I feel it was more gritty. Now, I don't know when this episode is going to air, but take the the All-Star game that just happened. Yeah. You're getting a lot of people on social media who weren't so pleased at the, you know, the lack of competition. Mm-hmm. They didn't do that in the 90s. Mm-hmm. They were playing hard. Every play doesn't matter if it's, you know, exhibition or or the All-Star game. They're going hard and and that grit was probably, you know, the thing I'm missing the most. In this game, and, you know, a lot of the narrative. And I love this game, you know, because yeah. they're far more athletic. I'm 100%. You know, and the a, a big argument now is like, oh, there's so much defense. I mean, so much offense. These people couldn't stop them back then. But they're not playing defense like they used to. Mm-hmm. So I miss that. And I know, you know, we're in the highlight era. So people want to see these type of things, especially online. But I like the toughness. I'm from New York. I like the yeah. grittiness. Yeah. You know, so that that's like my best memories. And, like, the jerseys were so dope. Yeah. The jerseys were so dope back then. You know, vibrant, full of life. Not many options, but they were still really, really dope. Which jersey is your favorite? Ah, man, there were a lot. You know, honorable mention to the Raptors. They were mm-hmm. dope. I always had a lot of basketball jerseys. Kings, Knicks, of course. Got a lot of Knicks, but the Hornets, Charlotte Hornets. That was tough. Dude. LJ. LJ's my favorite player of all time. Really? Oh, I love Larry Johnson. Jeez. When I, you know, and and when I got to know LJ via the Knicks, of you know, course, yes. I'm like, damn. And I I told him, like, yo, LJ, you're my favorite player. And then I would announce on it. All I would yeah, announce yeah, it on yeah, the yeah. mic. Yeah. And he, you know, he'd be like, oh, stop, chill. Cause LJ's humble. Oh, He's yeah. a real humble, down-to-earth guy, but he was my favorite when he was in college. Yep, and U-M-M-B, then yeah. he got drafted to the Hornets and then the grandma thing. And yeah. then he became a Nick. I was like, Ugh. Yeah. Amazing. So, um yeah. So, gotta be that Charlotte Hornets, whether the teal or the purple.
1: I like. Both. Yeah. For me, it was definitely the Raptors. God, one's so that was probably one of like my first big so jersey purchases yeah, as an adult. Man. I got like that VC yeah, ninety nine, yeah. the purple <laughs> joint. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah I need that. Yeah, yeah. And again, Jason, you know, for for the folks that know of you and for those that don't, but when they go to a game and they see you doing your thing, right? You have built a career as an announcer. as a master of ceremonies, but there's always a beginning. What made you get into announcing? Well, (sighs)
0: rapping. Mm. You know, I'm an MC, and you you said it uh, initially, master of ceremonies. That's the title I hold. Mm -hmm. I'm still a host as well, but I'm really a master of ceremonies Mm -hmm. because I can do everything. Mm -hmm. I'll do a a, a wedding to, you know, opening game ceremonies to the Pro Bowl I just did. You know, I'm very versatile. But uh, rapping... I did that heavy in high school and into college, and then I became student government president. Mm. So I kind of, like, mixed those two worlds, public speaking and rapping, and then got into hosting. So I would do, like, you know, uh, poetry slams and and rap battles. I'd host Mm. them, you know, local stuff. And I got an opportunity to go, uh, to apply for this tour. I didn't know what it was at the time, but it was the Truth Campaign, the Mm. truth.com, smoking prevention. I'm I'm not big on cigarettes, and... uh, You know, shouts to uh, GTM and and my brother Tamir Brown, who gave me the alley-oop. Yeah. And it was a rigorous process. But I dunked the ball, I got the tour, and we had a a choice. Or or a preference. Like, do you have a preference? Would you rather go on the Vans Warped Tour or the N1 Basketball Tour? And Mm. I'm like... "Mm." And yeah. one. Oh my god. Yeah. If it was more of a rap tour, I may have chosen a, a, a yeah. rap tour. I'm not gonna lie, but I was like N1 because I watched that of course every summer on ESPN, of like
1: the mixtapes. Yeah, I'm a volume three stand. Oh, that's Lord, what got me into such it. A
0: classic. And that changed my life forever. Mm-hmm. You know, I did that two summers. I did that 05 and 06. Mm-hmm. I was in college. And I'll never forget, I was supposed to, I stayed an extra year to be student government president. And I um, did a on permit. I did classes on permit, and I was supposed to register for my next school. Shout out to BMCC, of course. Student government president. I broke CUNY records,
1: by the way. Of course, they they lead the league in subway ads
0: across the city. <laughs> Start here, go anywhere. That's a that's a fact. I love, I love BM, man. Great great experience, but I missed registration, mm-hmm. and I never looked back. I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to figure it
1: out. And I want to get into, because I remember we had a convo about this at an event we were at. The OGs and announcing. Yeah. The OG that you mentioned, somebody that's touched my heart as an and as one a yeah. stan. Please let the people know, man. The OG.
0: Shouts to Duke Tangle. Duke
1: Tangle. Oh, baby. baby!
0: Lord. Yes. And, you know... They showed a lot of love. Like, those guys were really, really dope. It was ill because we we were the only sponsors. What I did was called the Open Run. So it was pregame prior to when the local ballers would
1: play for a chance to play inside. Fun fact. Yeah. When I was 12, me and one of my best friends growing up, Andrew, Mm -hmm. we went to the N1 Mixtape Tour in 05 and 06 at MSG, and we played in the Open Runs. Really, we played in open arms. We was like 13 years old, That's and crazy. we played. Actually, I went two for two. Andrew punked out on me the first time because we like remember they let anybody yeah, all ages play. played, yeah. and they were like dead serious. Like if you want to play, there were some right kids though. Yeah, there were some right kids, yeah. and I remember we were in line, bro. And I just remember like it was yesterday. To the left, there's there's 50, there's Escalade, there's AO, like. All of these dudes there were literally in line before we are about to play in the parking lot. Andrew just like, nah, I can't play. I'm like, bro, you for man. real? So I go through and play. Didn't make the game, but yeah. I had a highlight that I remember vividly made one of the episodes where I threw the ball between somebody's legs yeah. on a fast break Ooh. and I had an assist. Oh, that had me high. Nice. Nah, yeah, you were good. You back. were good. Yeah, I had to. I was carrying around the N1 tile. You would have like, went yeah. viral. You would have went viral. I was like, yeah, n one
0: <laughs> open run right here. That was so that, man. Was, that was on 33rd, closer to 8th. It was yeah. between the whole block. This to go over the whole block yeah. of MSG. I remember that vividly. I'll show you a picture after of me rocking that. Yeah. Oh, I'll never forget that. That was that was that was such a vibe, man. And I was hooked. Yeah. For me, there's no other better feeling than rocking the mic. Mm-hmm. And that's why I've stuck with it so long. Mm-hmm. Like there's nothing that can replace that, mm-hmm. so I love it. I love the game.
1: Man, I could tell, bro. Love and and I want to just go back real quick when it comes to Duke because it's gonna lead us to the next question okay. in terms of the evolution of the of the MC. I feel like more than ever before, there is now more of that correlation. Mm-hmm. Cause growing up, and I think even going back to a few years ago, Jason, it felt like it was very separate, right? It felt like if you was somebody that was mainly in the arenas. Yeah. End game host announcer, yeah. go to the parks. That's the MC. That's the life of the party. But now there's a correlation. It's like that same dude who I saw at the park can now be in a twenty thousand seat arena doing the same thing because yeah. now leagues and teams are going. Oh yeah, we want that energy. Yeah, like we, we want that. Yeah. How do you feel when it comes down to just the overall branding, the usage, and just? the lifestyle of the MCs of the announcers, from when you started to now? How does that make you feel, seeing that?
0: It's a gift and a curse. I I enjoy it, and I I, I love that people are getting the outlet to do what they want to do and be successful. But I'm really about the talent. So, Mm -hmm. does your skill set match the love that you're getting, or or the... uh, uh, shine that you're getting, mm-hmm. which a lot of cases is not happening, mm-hmm. you know, unfortunately. But shouts everybody doing what they doing what course, they do. Yeah. You know, in my era, like you had to earn the mic. Absolutely, yeah. No, like, even with rapping, like you had to earn yeah. your slot to get on. Like you had to be dope before you even got on. Now people are surpassing these steps, and they're getting a little frustrated. Like, oh, why I'm not not here? I'm not here. Put in the work first. It's gonna come, you know. And and I think a lot of the younger generation wants it so fast because that's what they think they see online. Like, you got to work your butt off because I've, I've done it all. I've done everything. I mean, we could, we could have a whole nother episode on that yeah, alone. No, like, fast. you know, every sport, not only sports, lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I'll even do a mitzvah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you
0: know yeah. what I'm saying? So I, I really look for that. And I, I urge anybody, like, who wants to get into this, do it for the love, not the likes and just be genuine and and real about it, but just perfect your craft, be good.
1: Have your peers been able to, similar to like you and others growing up, like having a chance to watch those before you do their thing? Do you think, or do you even know better, there's been an opportunity for folks to really build together? Like get better, like I could be your OG, or we can be peers, or is it everybody's doing their own thing because Again, there's there's a lot more money. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot yeah. more opportunities. Everybody it's like it looks like the Avengers out here. There's such a big universe. Like, have those opportunities to build and like compete even in a friendly way exist now or not really? Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, you
0: can build. It depends. I, I think like a lot of the, the street ball guys, they they stick together and you know they do stuff. But like, I have a crew, mm. and why we all may kind of be competition. It, it, it's love there and. It's even better growing that network. So for example, if I get hit up and I'm already booked, hey, or, or it may not be a fit for me, but like, hey, I can't do it. Or I think this person I know can be better for you. So it, it's even better to grow that network. You know what I'm saying? Don't be scared. Don't I don't see people as competition. I see I, I enter everything I do with love, faith, not fear. Mm-hmm. You know, I got a nice, strong, strong crew. You know, people that have bounced off stuff. My boy, Archie. He's due to 76ers now. He's at Iona, Frenchie. Um, Shouts to Troy Press. Mm -hmm. Shouts to Destroy. He just did the Super Bowl, then the All-Star. So it's like we all communicate with each other. And then, you know, especially build your network uh, out of town, too. Mm -hmm. Got to. Yeah, build your network out of town.
1: Very important. For you at this point in your career, right, and I think this is something that would be great to hear for not only aspiring announcers and MCs, but I think people in general – working in the industry whether it's sports and music in terms of how does one begin to really understand themselves and how does one do so to the point where they stick by that and don't let an opportunity where there's a lot of money or a lot of star power you know convey them to be like yo let me jump on this even though it may not be the best fit for me like how does one get to that point and more so how were you able to get to that point I just think I became
0: comfortable with myself, you know, and I'm a man based on morals and Mm -hmm. principles. So, you know, if it's a brand I don't align with, I'm not going to rock with it. Now, going back Mm -hmm. to N1, my client was The Truth, Mm -hmm. uh, smoking prevention. I was Mm anti-cigarette. And that's someone I aligned myself with, a company I aligned myself with and went above and beyond. You know, I'm I'm vegan. What's it look like me Mm -hmm. doing a glizzy tour? (laughs) You know, like, what's that look like? That'll be wild. What's that look like? But, like, doing something I really don't know about. And everyone's different. Everyone's just going to, you know, the the model now is to chase the bag Mm -hmm. and and do everything. But at the point that I am right now and the type of man I am, I'm not here just to do anything. Mm -hmm. It has to be the right fit. But then you also have to balance with, you know, making the money. Yeah. You know, this is all I do. I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm a full-time MC. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have a staffing agency and do other things and, Mm -hmm. and consulting here and there, but... This is my bread and butter, so tread lightly, man. Tread lightly, yeah. Got to.
1: I got a couple more questions for you, Jason. For what you do in a day-to-day, again, you know, our special guest here, my my guy right here, man, you literally find him hosting at MSG, right? You just finished doing the Pro Bowl. You've done a lot of things in college football, specifically the SEC. What is your routine like on game days? What helps you get prepared, (sighs) especially when you're handling opportunities of that magnitude? music I start the day out music stretch mm-hmm. first of all stretch get right
0: play some instrumentals freestyle mm. to get my my lung capacity open and 16 and 32 whatever I just go off 48 I just go perhaps off. I just but no real freestyle Jeez. not like I, written yeah. I've I been written a rap in 15 years mm. I don't know if I could sit down and write a rap <laughs> but like freestyle every day of my life and it keeps me sharper yeah it keeps me that's why like you know my clients the biggest thing about me and I'm not like a big Barry Harwood's pat myself on the yeah. back, guy. But you know, I'm one less thing a client has to worry about. Mm-hmm. Jason's here, all right. He got that under control. Mm-hmm. Cause they rarely have to write a script for me. Mm-hmm. I just go out and do my thing. But you know, so it's that. I start with that. You know, a nice juice, if if possible. Of course. Uh, if I'm home, if I'm away, I'll try to you know bring something with me, and uh, and tunes, and just get right, just get in the right mind state. You know, get to the event early. And uh, just vibe out. I'm all about the vibe and, and the yeah, energy. Yeah. Like, if the energy's not right, I'm,
1: not, I'm likely not to give my best performance. Mm. If the energy's right, I'm good to go. Last question yeah. I got for you, bro, before we wrap up. I asked you at the beginning, what made you fall in love with basketball? Yeah. Last question. What keeps you in love with basketball? Oh, man. What keeps me in love with the game? It, it's the best
0: sport in the world. It, it just is from, you know, the, the highlights to the anticipation of like a big matchup to, you know, leading into the playoffs when it gets really intense, um, seeing the kids out there. The women's game is, is mm-hmm. continuing to grow. I love women's basketball, especially me the too, W. Bro. You know, I hosted mm-hmm. for the Liberty for 10 years, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. That ended last season. Mm. I should bring me back, by the way. Stop playing. 100%. Probably the, 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 one of the most things I love about basketball is it's, it's universal. Like, we may not speak the same language, but the ball goes in the hoop. to the same. Yeah. You know, we, it, pretty much the same rules for the most part. Mm-hmm. So we can play, and we can watch and enjoy without even really knowing each other or Really knowing how to really communicate, and I, I, I love. I think the future's in good hands. Uh, I thought the dunk contest was incredible this weekend. By Shout the way, to Mac. To Mac. He d- he did that thing, even though he wasn't you know really in the league. I, we need that, and hopefully more people, more ballers step up. Like all right, we, you know we gotta get into this. But I love this game, man. I love the video games. I love the 2K. I'm a 2K my team junkie. Mm. My wife is always like tight, play, play too much, <laughs> play too much, but it's all right. But shouts to them, but it's the best sport in the world. Who doesn't love basketball? Who doesn't?
1: Basketball is beautiful,
0: bro. Basketball is life, I'm you know. Geeked
1: for it, bro. The for sneaker
0: basketball, like sneaker culture, because of basketball and 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 rap and hip
1: hop. Amazing. It is. Yeah, Jason Ingram.
0: Yeah. Thank you, Brody, for
1: pulling up on us, man, at the Ball Players Podcast. I appreciate really it. Really appreciate what we've been building, bro, getting to know you. Thank you for being one of the first people, literally, when I started getting this event access to show love repeatedly over the years, bro. Never switched up. Always show love. It's been great watching you grow and do appreciate all these you. big things, man. And ball players, we hope you enjoyed the episode. Seriously, thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you follow us on socials. We'll have everything beyond and ready for you below. Of course, salute to 137 p.m. for presenting it. Again, fulfill your curiosity by following at 137 p.m. So you can stay up to date on everything sports, music, Web3, fashion, pop culture, collectibles, and beyond. This your boy Art signing off, man. Hail at y'all next time. Peace!